Hi, I'm Susanna Keith, founder and CEO of Hello Career Guru, Inc. We so appreciate your listening to our podcast. Hello Career Guru is a company committed to helping all women advance professionally, no matter what age, background, income, geography, or race. Hello Career Guru offers women one unifying online platform for developing their personalized career game plan, which is powered by Executive C-Suite Insights. For this episode of Hello Career Guru Salon, we have the brilliant and innovative Mimi Swain, Chief Revenue Officer of, of Ring. Thanks, Suzanne. I'm so happy to be here. Mimi, you have had such an innovative career in the technology and CPG space, which traditionally has been a tough industry for women to break into. So please tell us about your career background and how you made your way to Ring. I'd love to. Um, you know, I feel like I've been really fortunate to work for some really remarkable brands in my career and, and really grateful for the opportunities to learn, you know, from the different companies. I started my career at Dyson. You probably know them as like the manufacturer of vacuum cleaners, air purifiers, and hair care. Uh, and they were based in Chicago. And I spent a few years working with them in a trade marketing role where I learned so much about a brand and marketing and really disrupting categories. And I felt like it was this incredible training ground for me to create a, a really good foundational experience, you know, in sales and marketing. There was just so much that they were laser focused. Uh, there was so much laser focus around like air movement and engineering uh, and just really holding to their marketing mandatories that like, I, I think like I was able to take a lot of the experience there and translate it to, to the other roles that I have. I spent a few years working at Dyson and then I had the opportunity to join Sonos. They make wireless music speakers for the home, leading their channel marketing group for Ampac. Uh, and I did that for a, a few years, which they were a brand that started out in doing like um they they started out in channels like uh in the professional install channel so a lot of these installers were doing these whole home home theater solutions and sonos was a big part of that business when i joined them in 2015 they were expanding to retail and really wanted to leverage what i learned at dyson to be able to translate to creating these uh really great retail experiences you know at target and best buy and so I did that with them for a few years and learned a lot about the wireless speaker category of which Sonos was uh, a big innovator in that space. Um, if I think about it, uh, it was probably a little over five years ago, I was working um, with Target actually on this open house concept uh, that they were calling, uh, it was like their smart home installation where they had like a number of different products in the home that were showing these smart home use cases. And um, at the time I was still at Sonos, we were working on this big installation there, but I noticed at the front of this, this house was a ring video doorbell. Um, and I was really just amazed at what like this device could do. And so later that night, you know, I learned all they could about like the company and saw that they were based in Santa Monica, which is where I was living at the time. And I, I learned, you know, everything I could about them. And I was really drawn to their promise of, invention and their commitment to making neighborhoods safer. And so I, I felt really compelled to like send them a cold email about joining their team. And just a couple weeks later, I met Jamie Simonoff, the chief inventor and founder of Ring. 
and he hired me on the spot and it's been this incredible ride. And, and, you know, these last five years, we've really worked relentlessly at ring to deliver on our mission of making neighborhoods safer. Um, and, and so that's how I, I ended up at ring and they were acquired by Amazon in April of 2018. And, uh, I'm proud to have been part of that, um, part of that journey for them. Mimi, what an interesting background. And I love that you gave the example in your career of sending a cold email and you know, learning as much as you could about the company because that's so inspiring for our users as they listen and they're thinking about you know, what the next step is in their career. Um, so what skill set is needed to have a successful career in marketing and sales, Mimi? I'm glad that you touched on um, the fact that I sent that cold email because it goes back to um, one of my mantras, which is really, which is really focused on really going after what you want and believing in yourself. And I think, you know, certainly I think, you know, you, for me, like where, where I found like a lot of success is just making sure that I um, advocated for myself and really pushed for, for what I believed in. Um, if I think about just the skill set that's that's needed, you know, in order to have a successful career in marketing and sales, I think that there are a couple of things that come to mind for me. Um, it, it goes, you know, I think it's important to have like this natural curiosity, you know, to learn more, to ask why, you know, something is behaving a certain way or why maybe the results, you know, were expected or unexpected and just really, you know, auditing, auditing that. I think you have to have this, you know, unrelenting drive for, you know, what you want to do and, and deliver against because you're, you're the one that's going to be the most passionate about whatever it is that you're doing and, and driving that. Um, and I'm really just anchored on this belief that like the secret to success is pushing harder when others will give up. Uh, and I think that's, those are the things that like, that drive me. And I think that's, that is, you know, what's needed, you know, to, to have a successful uh, career in marketing and sales. That's excellent advice. So taking that a step further, what are the tips you, you use to keep your team motivated and connected during these times? Any tips for other business leaders or managers? Yeah, I think we're in such a, a unique time now as leaders. I think that there's certainly given, you know, that many of us are working from home and these, you know, extended work from home and sheltering in place orders that like there, there is um, a slightly different leadership style that's needed as you lead teams through, you know, this really difficult time as folks are juggling work and family and Zoom school. Um, and for me, I feel really fortunate that, you know, the leaders, Jamie um, Seminoff, and as well as like Dave Lemp, who leads, you know, Amazon devices, uh, they've been really good about encouraging the teams to prioritize their health and family first and foremost during this time. And I feel grateful to have uh, that guidance from our leadership. I think um, as I think about like, you know, my team and where uh, we continue to, you know, do things to keep, you know, folks motivated, engaged during this time. Um, I had the opportunity to go to a, um, a workshop that Robert Glazier was running and he's like uh, an author and he's a partner at Acceleration Partners, but he released a book called um, Friday Forwards that I, I found, you know, really inspirational. Um, but he shared that he does this email called What Made My Week. Um, that I, I was so inspired by that I ended up sending, you know, an email to my team 
um, about the different things that made my week, whether they were big or small, and just really encourage the team to share, you know, those wins that they had, whether they were personal or, you know, professional. And I think that's one way that we were really fostering the sense of belonging within the organization as we all were working remote. Um, I also think uh, just beyond that, I think it's also important to prioritize like experimentation in our work which gives the team like a break from sort of the tactical day-to-day where they can feel like they're solving problems or wanting to learn more. And those, um, you know, those taking those learnings that, you know, it may encourage us to try new things. And, and I think that drives engagement, which is really, I think, critical um, to keeping employees and teams motivated and connected. And I think it's very much part of um, part of our culture. I love how you talked about prioritizing experimentation because really experimentation and is leads to innovation in our work world. And that's what we have to do to continually get ahead um, in America. And I love, you know, ring is part of that, you know, advancing the new frontiers on how to keep your home safe. And that I love that you're really digging in as a C-suite leader to, to really activate and engage your team and really your you know, your whole company has a nice vision of work-life balance. So, so what's really great, Mimi, is you just had a baby girl. And so how have you balanced motherhood and going back to work as an executive for Ring? No, you know, thank you for touching on that. I think, you know, um, you know, I think for Ring specifically, you know, I think we were always innovating at at Ring, you know, especially with our products and services that, you know, make neighbors safer in their homes and communities. And I think, you know, going, you know, just to expand on the experimentation question a little bit, uh, you know, for the teams, like, I think I encourage them to not think like they were all, they all had to be these big initiatives, but maybe they were smaller ones too, just to see like, if we tried this, like what, you know, what could we learn? And, and I think like the teams have had, you know, um, I think I've really enjoyed that empowerment. And so, you know, I would, I would definitely like encourage that. Um, it, to answer your question about uh, my daughter, thank you. I, um, I it's been, um, it's been really, I, I would say fun for me. I mean, there's, there's generally like I have a lot of control over a lot of aspects of my life. And when, and this one, it's, it's a little bit like having my daughter, which I I had her back in April. Um, It's a little bit like, okay, this is out of my hands. Like, let's see where this goes, which is really unlike me. Um, And that's been a fun and challenging feeling. I think just sort of learning and experiencing that. Um, But um, I think, you know, as I think about just like balancing motherhood and going back, you know, to work as a Uh, you know, going back to my role at Ring, like, I think that, um, you know, I I certainly appreciate, you know, the time off that I was able to have with my family. I took um, a longer maternity leave um, and had the support of, you know, my leadership team and my colleagues and my team to be able to do that. And so I I do feel fortunate, you know, to be able to have that time off. Um, If I think about just like my daughter and sort of like the, the balance, um, you know, I think it's important for me to be a good mom to her. My daughter's name is Gabby. Um, and, you know, set that example for her um, that with hard work, you can enjoy success in both your personal and professional life. And that, you know, and then I hope that like when she's older, she feels like she can have both too, if she wants it. And, um, you know, so I, I like, and I appreciate that I haven't, you know, had to choose one or the other that I, I do feel like I can have both. Um, I think, uh, as I think about like going back to work, I think it's a different, you know, mindset. Uh, 
I think a lot of times when you go through um, having a baby, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of thought, I think, to, I want to go back to this, or, you know, you're, you're, there's, there's such a focus of going back to, you know, you know, uh, you know, what things might've been like before you had the baby. But I think there was uh, something a friend said to me, like, as I was, you know, in the early days of sort of the newborn stage that like, it's, there's, there's actually not like going back. It's actually just about like going forward. And that really just gave me a, a, a big, you know, a new sort of perspective and point of view on that. Like it's, it's really transformative. And so there's no going back and it's only going forward. And I think going back to work, I think has been, has been really good for me to be able to, um, reintegrate into that, but there wasn't like a going back to like my old way of working before I had my daughter, but it's really been about like adapting and it's been really about prioritization and figuring out like the trade-offs because there's things that you just can't do and being okay with it. But, um, you know, as I said, I'm, I'm very lucky to have a very supportive team around me, um, that have just, uh, done incredible things to like help me as I've come back, uh, come back into the mix. Mimi, that's so fantastic that um, you've had such great support. And I know like working with your team is very important in celebrating small wins and really looking to their work and life balance. So given that, what is your work and life mantra? Um, I touched on it a little bit earlier, um, um, Susanna. I I really think that uh, it's really important um, for me to stress that like, you, you don't want to wait for anyone to hand you anything that you want to believe in yourself and go after it. I do think like if there is something that you want, um, if there's something you want to learn, I, I think it can be applied to so many things, but that is my mantra is just generally like, if there's something that I want, I'm just going to go after it. I'm going to just try really hard to, 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 you know, to get it. So Mimi, the last question, what advice would you give your younger self? Um, I think this, this is a good question. And so, um, if I think about my younger self, I, you know, I tell her to not be so focused on linear growth in, in, in your career. You know, I think early on, I really latched onto this idea that my own career progression, you know, was something that you could plot that like, for instance, I'd be an associate for two years and then I'd sort of, and then I'd be promoted to manager and then a few years, you know, as a director. Um, and I encourage my younger self to be less focused on that. I think one thing I did do early on in my career that I think has helped me is I took on whatever projects or opportunities to learn, um, new areas that were maybe outside of my comfort zone or expertise in order to add those experiences to my own personal toolbox. So I, I happily took on a lot of things just so that um, I could learn as much and it could shape, you know, ultimately what I wanted to do. And so I do think that was good, but I would, I would tell myself not to be so focused on um, linear growth as sort of my only way of like progressing. Mimi, so what I'm going to do now is, this has been such a great conversation, is I'm going to do a summary, and then I'll ask you to add anything. So really, I love that you brought so many C-suite insights as a chief revenue officer to our audience today. The first one is, you talked about the secret of success, really being pushing harder when others would give up. And that's, that's brilliant. That's what we all have to do in our careers. 
Um, and then I loved the idea that you um, are using called sending an email out to everybody saying, what made my week? And really emphasizing the small wins to everyone to help to continue to engage and empower your teams. And then thirdly, I love, again, as I highlighted before, prioritizing experimentation, because that often really brings on innovation in the market and new ways of thinking. Did I capture everything correctly, Mimi? I think those things, I think the last thing I would add is just really, it is really like encouraging people to go after what they want and ultimately believe in themselves. Oh, perfect. So Mimi, how would our audience find you? Um, well, I'm generally, uh, no, I'm kidding. I was going to say I'm generally at the <laughs> office. Um, I, um, they could find me on LinkedIn. Perfect. So Mimi, we so appreciated your time today for a really innovative and interesting conversation. Your outstanding insights from your inspiring career are so helpful to others as they navigate their game plan and create thought leadership just like you. Meanwhile, thanks to all who are listening to our podcast. In closing, Hello Career Guru Inc. is a company committed to helping all women advance professionally, no matter what age, background, income, geography, or race. Be sure to follow us on social media at Hello Career Guru and reach out to us at guru at hellocareerguru.com with any questions or suggestions for our future salon. Thanks so much, Mimi. Thanks to all. Thanks for having me.